The Dental Brief is brought to you by Omni Premier Marketing and the amazing guests who bring wisdom and advice that you can put to use to take your business and practices to the next level. Find us on Facebook and join the conversation. Get ready to grow because we are kicking off the next episode in three, two, one. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of The Dental Brief. Uh, So happy to have an amazing dentist on the program today that's uh, giving her time to uh, share with our audience and help you all be uh, better dentists, leaders, business owners, uh, assistants, hygienists, uh, office managers. doesn't matter your role. Um, we want to help you um, hit whatever you consider success to be for you. So uh, with no further ado, let me uh, introduce Dr. Uh, Emily Latran. Dr. Latran, say hello, hello everyone, to everyone. And thank you so much, Patrick, for inviting me on the platform. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here. Um, as you know, we're trying to build the largest audio video content library for dentists to access when they're trying to find um, answers to their problems and the issues they face. Um, let's talk a little bit about your background. So tell me, how'd you become a, how'd you, I know you're, you're a coach now, um, you're still involved in, in uh, running a practice, but tell me, how'd you become a dentist in well, the first Well, I tell place? people that is uh, one of those uninspiring stories. <laughs> Uh, I, I actually came to the U- United States uh, as a refugee from Vietnam, and um, just like those mm-hmm. typical Asian kids, right? You got to get into healthcare. Uh, so I, I was yep. told to check into healthcare, and I look at medical technology. This is back in the late '80s. Um, I look at pharmacy. I didn't want to wear a beeper uh, as, as a doc. There's a doctor, and now <laughs> we have a phone that is attached to us. And um, so one of my friends actually suggests I look into dentistry. So I went to dentistry really just from a friend's suggestion. I think the only thing I had in my mouth back then were maybe a couple of fillings. And as I went into dental sure. school and, and I start seeing, you know, there, there's a technical side, there's a there's an artistic side, but what I enjoy the most is the relationship, right? This patient come in and they can tell you a story. That patient come in and you remember this from this patient, that from that patient. So as I started my journey as a, as a practice owner, I think that's one of the things that keep me going uh, because after a while you do all the dentistry, you can learn the new gadgets, the new technology. But the, the thing that is always challenging is that relationship. How do you manage the relationship with your staff, with your patients, with your spouse, with your kids? You know, that's all make up all the relationship that you have. And uh, so I really enjoy being a dentist on that particular note. And um, I've been, I've been, I think I've been doing pretty good. We're going on 30 years this year. Wow. Thank you. Congratulations. That's a, that's a, that's a, a great amount of time. So, um, so tell me, you know, I know that, um, and by the way, your website for our audience is um, dremilylatran.com, dremilylatran.com. We'll post that link on social media, on our group website, what have you. But um, so you've evolved from dentistry to coaching. Tell me that story. How did you decide, hey, I'm going to be a coach. I have something that um, I can offer value to other dentists. I'm guessing there's some personal experience. Yes, absolutely. So when I first graduated from school, um, I did a general practice residency. And then when I got my first associate job, it was really funny. I would go in and have an interview with a doctor. And the next day I show up to work and there's nobody else except me. Right. So I have to learn really fast Mm where my skill sets are, where my comfort zone is, how much can I push myself? And this happened in all three different jobs because uh, I was at three different offices. And so then I started reading 
right? Let, let me let me figure out how to do this. And it's not the clinical part, it's the part that we're never taught in school. So I started reading, then I subscribed to newsletter, uh, listening to back then is those CDs, right? They, 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 you, you subscribe yeah. and then they send it yeah. to you and every month you pop it in and, and you listen to the CDs. So that's how I was learning a lot of that. And, um, and then wow. it just by chance, I pick up a marketing book from Dan Kennedy. Um, it's, it's actually no BS. The first mm -hmm. one I picked up was no BS, Time Management for Entrepreneur. I read that and yep. I started reading all of the Dan Kennedy books. I started joining um, that particular group, which the focus is on marketing. And um, then I kept on going on that journey, learning marketing, learning, running the business, um, went to some seminars. And uh, about six years ago, uh, me and a couple of my friends were sitting there, we dentists and pharmacists, and we're sitting there and we're thinking, wait a minute, we invested a lot learning in all of these. We know how to solve a lot of problems. Why don't we turn around and help our colleagues? And that's when I decided that, um, you know, maybe, I'm, I'm going to start doing this. I feel that um, the coaching is my calling because I could I could easily just stay yeah. in the op. Uh, but why why do why do additional work? Right, starting almost another career, and um, and it's been very very rewarding because I I see myself as a catalyst. I help people shortcut that journey to success, which has taken me a long time because, like I said, I started out reading books, reading magazine. You know, listening to CDs—that that's a long journey. And now, if you have somebody who's there, supporting you, challenge you, asking you the right questions, um, you you be right on that path, and you get to your destination faster. Yeah, right questions are so important. And I'm on your website, by the way, and um, your books—you have six books. Um, that's quite the accomplishment. Um, I'm sure that you have the ability to answer a lot of questions that uh, dentists are asking. Right now, in this period of time, uh, as it relates to building a practice and, and marketing practice, what are some of the common questions that dentists are calling you for? What are they saying, hey, you know, Dr. Um, Dr. Latran, I need help with this. What are some of those well, questions you're hearing? Some of the common questions they ask and some of the common questions they should have asked, right? Um, for, ex for example, sure. You know, my overhead is too high. Uh, how, how do I fix that? Mm. Um, I have too many staff. How do I fix that? Right? Like my payroll is too high. Um, the, you know, I got, like I'm in Southern California and I'm sure in a lot of parts of the country, there are four dentists, four dentists each and every corner. Um, how do I make myself different? Right? And, and I think the right. misconception, the misconception is, Maybe you have to have a bigger building. Maybe you have to, um, you know, give a lot of discounts, kind of to, to draw people to you. And it's really, it comes down to who you are and what value your office represents. And that means you and your staff and your associate doctor and your specialist, if you run a group practice like me. And then so people come to you because of those values, right? And, and what do you do different mm -hmm. to take care of your patients? Well. All the patients are gonna come to you or any other dentist, assuming that you're competent. They're not gonna come because I went to UCLA and you went to another school. That's not the reason why they come, right? They come expecting you to be competent, but how do you treat them uh, differently? And so for me, one of the things that I do is uh, patient appreciation. I make it a point where I show my appreciation to my patient 
uh, whether it's an event, a thank you note, you know, special promotion, referral contest, all of these things where I, I'm telling the patient, I see what you're doing for me. I see how you're supporting me. And I would like to, re to reward you for that. Sure. And I, so I, I advise people right. to focus on increasing the production rather than trying to keep down the overhead. How, how, do, how do you increase that? And then the, on the other hand, focus on the patient that you already have. And in marketing, we call it, you know, take care of your herd, right? They, they your patients, they with you. Right. How do you take care of them so that if they have a conversation with somebody else, they're going to say something that the other person cannot right. say about their dentist. Right. Yeah. You know, the, the number one source for almost every business, I just dental offices, but every single business of new patients, the number one source is right. your current patients, right? That's where revenue is going to come from. So making sure you stay in touch with those people, making sure that you're in constant contact with them and making sure that they know that you're there, that they're relevant and that you would love to help out their friends and, yes. and family is, um, just so important. You mentioned having a referral uh, competition, I think you called it. What, is, what does that look like? Well, tell me about your referral competition. Well, first of all, you want to create a culture where people know this office grows by referral, right? So you have some of those signs in your office, thank you for your referral. And then usually quarterly, we would raffle off something, something cool. I'm one of those people that I just like big stuff, right? I'm, I'm 4'11", but I like big things, right? So I'm going to go get the biggest yeah. big screen TV and I go set it right in right. the waiting room. Um, when we had this other yeah. practice, there were a lot of kids. I would go get a, a nice, beautiful bike, right? And it's right in the front. These are the very visual thing. People come in and say, well, well, what's this TV doing here? What's this bike doing here? Oh, we're doing a referral contest. You know, you, you refer one person. You get a ticket to enter, you refer two people, you get five tickets, and at the end of the month, we draw and we pull out the name. And it's it's fun. Yep. Um, we get a chance to pick, okay, what are we ruffling you know, this quarter? People talk about that, right? And it's so simple. If you think about right. it, but how come nobody, or not a lot of people are doing it? Because sometimes they don't look at that as, you know, spend the time being creative with your own, within your own business. You don't really have to go and, reinvent the wheel and you know try to design the you know the right. most beautiful postcard do it with your your existing patient my patients know how i work who i am i'm very down to earth i like the the name of your you know your podcast brief right people tell me dr letrand yep. in and out because i'm i'm quick and i'm efficient right so um right. make it fun yep. whatever you do in the office and, and one, this is one of the important thing. Don't look at the dental industry, look outside the dental industry. Cause there's a lot of people doing a mm -hmm. lot of cool things outside of the dental industry and go and apply that to your industry, to your office. 100%. That's great advice. And you know, you've, everybody's got a, everybody's got a mouth. I learned uh, shortly after starting to work with dentists 10 plus years ago that not everybody has teeth, <laughs> right. but everybody does yeah. have a, a mouth. Um, and, you know, one of the things that I think people don't think about is if only half the people go to the dentist regularly, your competition isn't really other dentists. It's other places that people are spending exactly. their money. That's your real competition, exactly. right? So, um, yeah, so brilliant. So, you know, usually in this part of the program, we talk about um, how to get help um, with some of these issues. So, you know, we'll usually ask our, our speakers, hey, you know, if somebody wanted to vet someone um, to help them like you can, 
what would you recommend that they do? And I'll tell you, I'm going to kind of answer that uh, for our audience a little bit, and then I'll let you uh, finish the answer. But one beautiful thing about your website is your books are listed there, so you can learn a lot about Dr. Latran there, uh, plenty of information, and you even have courses that people can sign up for uh, and a way to schedule a meeting with you. So a great way to get to know more about uh, Dr. Latran's uh, consulting and coaching. Um, Dr. Latran, what do you think people should look like when they're looking for, or what should they look for when they're seeking out a coach or someone to help them advance their, their career? Or well, I think um, the, the hardest thing for people is to have that clarity. What is it that they want, right? Because sometimes they say, I want more new patients. Well, more new patients for what, right? Or, um, you know, I want to bring in a specialist for what? Because it's for convenience for my patients. And then I become a one-stop shop kind of thing. And then there will be more patients coming to me versus going to a dentist that only do bread and butter dentistry, for example, right? So, so make sure, sure that you know what you yeah. want first. And then what are the challenges that you have to get to what you want? And then when you look for somebody to help you, I highly recommend looking for somebody who have already done that. Now, it doesn't mean that they have right. to, but... If they've done that before, most likely they've already made all the mistakes, right? And and hopefully they already learned right. all the shortcuts. So they would they would they would give greater insights to what you're trying to do. Um, but you know, having said that, I coach people across industries um, because why? Because I'm when I coach on high performance, which is personal growth, and I do consulting on marketing and marketing. Marketing is marketing, right? Marketing, are, there are certain strategies, certain metrics that you look at. Uh, but sometimes the, the client or, or the dentist may think, well, you don't understand my, my industry because you're not a dentist kind of thing, which is actually not true because sure. if I study enough of any other industry, I will be able to talk intelligently about this. So a lot of time I think right. the frustration people have is they, they don't even know what they want. And so I would say it's a good way right. to, for example, if somebody say, well, I'm not sure what I want, but I do want to cut down my hours, um, I, I would invite the doctor to, to schedule a call with me and we spend 30 minutes. We talk about one of your challenge and I, I know I will help you get some clarity on what, what it is that you want and what you can do. And then if, if we're a good fit, then I would invite them to work with me. Um, but I, th I think that's yep. the number one challenge I see is People would say, I have this problem. And when I ask them some follow-up questions, that's not the problem. There's more to it. And sometimes that's not even the one problem that you need to focus on. Yeah, makes total sense to me. Um, I want to once again encourage our audience, please go check out the website, dremilytran.com. Uh, it's dremilytran.com. And the, um, the uh, link to it is on our website. It'll be on our social media um, as well. So please check that out. Dr. Latran, thank you so much for coming on the program. We thank really you so much it. for inviting me and creating this, this platform to, uh, to share with, you know, our dentists. I really appreciate that. Dr. Latran, thank thanks you. for being here.